Oh, that's the mic falling over. I have to untangle the cord first. Oh my god. What are you doing? What the hell? <laughs> We're gonna really hope that the audio turns out well. Alright. This is the very first official episode of Fridays in the Closet with Annabelle and Windsor. We are just a couple of best friends and creative writers who wanted to start a podcast and talk about random stuff because we like talking and we like random stuff. We love random stuff. We do. I'm Annabelle. Don't um, lean so close to the mic. I'm Annabelle. I said don't lean so close. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Annabelle, as you've heard three times. Generally, I like film and photography. And I'm also a writer. I write many a thing. I write scripts and songs and poetry. I'm a little poet. I have a thing for, like, charts. Charts? What specifically? I like just, like, seeing, like, data. About <laughs> anything. Come back for a later date to have me explain my process of song ranking. Alright. Well, I'm Windsor. I am also a writer and a poet. I love science, especially geography and a little bit of biology, but more specifically like ecology and stuff along those lines. I like reading. In fact, I like reading so much that when I was bored over the summers, I would take all of my books out of my bookshelf and then shelf them in a new way that I hadn't done before because I just enjoyed it. I, I'm on a rowing team, so I'm like super jacked. You guys can't see it, but I'm like totally super jacked right now. And I love Pipeline Punch Monster. In honor of the Oscars being whenever, I don't know anything about the Oscars, but Annabelle knows a lot. Let's chat about our favorite movies. Um, I really love Knives Out and 13. I relate a lot to 13. I think it's a very good movie very very well produced and it's still relatable and in general the I mean like the lead actor is like really hot um Knives Out is just oh my god it's so good I love Knives Out I love the sequel I love Ryan Johnson I love everything about that movie I've watched it so many times but for Knives Out like the writing is just stellar the casting perfect yeah the Knives Out cast is like it's just so perfect. Oh my god. And there's the dynamics and the flow and the chemistry. It was so great. It's like, I think Knives Out is probably the closest thing to a perfect movie that I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely. It's not the best movie in my opinion. Like, there are movies that shine more than it does, mm -hmm. but it is like the closest yeah. to perfection. If we're talking about, like, getting emotions from me or whatever, I would say that the best movie is like Interstellar. I cannot watch that movie. I watched it one time, like, five years ago with my dad. I sobbed so hard, especially... Okay, spoilers for the next couple seconds. If you haven't seen Interstellar, just, like, skip ahead, like, a couple 30 seconds. I cried the most when the dad was watching his daughter die. Like, and she was like, a father shouldn't see his daughter die. Like, I started sobbing. And I can't watch that movie because it's so painful. Yeah. It is horrifically sad, but it's so well done and it's beautifully so well made. Done. It's Amazing. gorgeous. I love it. It's so sad. Off the top of my head, when I edit this, actually, I'm editing this. Note from editing Annabelle. They're gonna be like, "Oh my God, no! Blah 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 is my favorite movie. Why did you say that? Oh my God, my geometry grade went up to a B. Woo!" <laughs> if I told you about my favorite movies, it would take hours. And if I told you why, so I will just list. I think this is generally in order from oldest to newest. 
I love The Shining. Ooh, I know a yeah. lot of people are like, oh, the book is better, but I've never read the book. And the movie is good on its own. It's just a beautiful movie, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Silence of the Lambs is another mm, fantastic yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Truman Show is my comfort movie. I love it dearly. Never go wrong with Jim Carrey. Shawshank Redemption. What the hell is that? This is why she's not the person who likes film. I like technical <laughs> things about film. I just don't have time to actually watch the movies. Shawshank Redemption is beautiful. Funny thing, Morgan Freeman is in that movie. And in fifth grade, someone told me I looked like him. <laughs> For the record, Annabelle is very white. Very. Yeah. As far as more recent movies, I really, really love Knives Out as well. Jojo oh. Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit's so good. I watched that with you. Jojo Rabbit is beautiful. Don't watch it if you don't like satire. But if you... Yeah, you need to know. The movie is completely satirical. Do not and take I it seriously. If you got the brain power to do that, then it's a fantastic movie and you should mm -hmm. absolutely watch it. But if you don't, you're going to be like, what is happening? What else? My brain is blanking. There are a lot of movies that have come out very recently that I love. My favorites from this year are probably Everything Everywhere All at Once, of course. Haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's another problem. Uh, the Banshees of Sharon. That movie ripped my heart out and I love it. Oh my god, Elvis. Elvis was another really good movie that Elvis, we saw together. Elvis was great, except it wasn't perfect, but it was very good. Yeah. My One of my favorite parts is when he's like doing his little thing on stage and they cut to this boy who's very clearly having a gay awakening. And it's just the funniest thing to me. I also really liked um, the movie we'll be talking a lot about today, All Quiet on the Western Front. That movie was very good. It was beautiful. It was I have stunning. Not, I have not seen that movie. I have not watched a review of that movie. I have, n I have no idea what the movie is about or the book, except it's that it's about World War I. One. 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 Yeah. One. Yeah. It's very intense, I guess. It's a war movie, so of course it is. But if you haven't seen it and you have like two and a half hours, go, go, wa go watch it. Recently, I was at a sleepover and I watched this one movie. I forgot what it's called. Called. Let me look it up real quick. It's about this girl who goes to a veterinary school, and it's in French, too. Oh my god, French. I speak French. But it's this horror movie. Let's see, is it called Fresh? No, it's not called Fresh. Fresh is the one with Sebastian Stan, right? Yeah. It's not Fresh. It's about this one woman who goes to a veterinary college, and then she's a vegetarian. She, she starts, It's a cannibal movie. It's about eating people. Oh. But I need to find what that freaking movie is called because now I need to know. Raw. The movie's raw. Alright, so what we're going to talk about today is more movies because as we all know, All Quiet on the Western Front came out this year and was nominated for so many awards. I mean, it's a very good movie. It sweeped up a bunch of nominations pretty much in every awards show. But the BAFTAs, it won seven awards, which is like a lot. Wait, what does BAFTA stand for? It's like the British Oscars. Oh, okay. And this year at the Oscars, All Quiet was nominated nine times. I think it tied with Banshees of Sharon, who also got nine nominations. And those two were only second to Everything Everywhere All at Once, which got 11 nominations. But I was, like, interested by that, because I also watched, like, a YouTube video on every movie that's won Best Picture. And war movies came up a lot. In total, there have been 17 war movies that have won Best Picture, all the way from 1928 to 2009. And some of the most notable are Wings, which was from 1928, the very first Oscars, a war movie one. 
Also, the first All Quiet on the Western Front from 1930. There's a, there's another one? I didn't know this. I know nothing about film. And there's Gone with the Wind, 1939. She ignored me. Casablanca from 1943. Um, Schindler's List in 1993. And those are like the ones that are like the most famous. Also, what I think is really interesting, there are two movies about World War II that came out like during the war. One Casablanca in 1943. It was made literally during the war, about the war, and then The Best Years of Our Lives came out one year after the war. War is the fifth most commonly nominated genre for Best Picture, and 17 won, which puts the like percent that won at 20.5%. 13.6% of the nominees for war movies. Also, this year, All Quiet on the Western Front got nominations including Best Picture, Best International Feature, because it's a German movie, um, Best Adapted Screenplay, Visual Effects, Cinematography, Production Design, Makeup and Hairstyling, Original Score, and Sound. What makeup? <laughs> they don't even, they're not like wearing eyeliner on the battlefield. <sighs> Never mind. Okay. So, I mean, we all know that war movies make really good Oscar bait. Beautiful Sunset. Over dead bodies. Yeah, that that's gonna win the best going picture. Going through Oscar. the mustard gas, you just see like the orange sun descending upon blood and broken bones. Yeah, pretty much. No, I did really like All Quiet on the Western Front. I thought the acting was incredible, and I thought it was one of the most visually stunning movies I've ever seen. But war movies do get a lot of nominations. Do you think they should? I mean, yeah, like they're good movies. But if a war movie comes out, it's probably gonna get nominated. I don't even know people made that many war movies. They don't. They're they're like not the most common genre to make because they're very difficult to make. But when they're made, they get the nominations and they get the awards. Boo! Bunch of fart faces. Anyways, what is your FFF fun film fact of the week slash month slash fortnight? I forgot to look at Alright. Wow, that was well timed. Actually, one second, I have to click on this link real quick. Alright. So, the movies that have been nominated for the most Oscars are All About Eve from 1950 with 14 nominations, La La Land from 2016 with 14 nominations, and Titanic from 1997 with 14 nominations. Rose, there was room on the fucking door. That episode is going to be marked as explicit. You can bleep it. Why would I want to bleep it? Bleeps are so annoying. It's like, well, it's like, I hate bleeping, and it hurts my ears when I have to hear it. We don't bleep, okay? And now it's time for Windsor's SSS, Super Science Something. Yeah! Alright guys, so this is mine. I actually have my notebook right here that I take for my geography class. I'm going to tell you guys about the Coriolis Force. That was probably butchered, because I write it down. I don't say it. So... Because of the Coriolis force, wind does not travel in a straight path. It means that it deflects the wind. So if you're where we are, in the, like the United States and the uh, northern hemisphere, it deflects it to the right, but it's left to the southern hemisphere. I don't remember what countries are in the southern hemisphere. I study physical geography, not human geography. Blech. Anyways, 
This is because the Earth rotates, and on a non-rotating Earth, Earth, surface winds would move in a straight line. This is why objects appear to curve to the right, at least in the northern hemisphere. Um, we should keep that part in. What, the silent as you took a picture? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well now I have to take a picture. Get the microphone in there. Y'all get both of us. Do a selfie. You guys can, like, DM us on... Fridays in the podcast. <laughs> Fridays in the closet podcast on Instagram and let us know what you thought of our FFF and SSS and if you understood what I was talking about because I don't know if you did or not. You can also DM us with topics that you'd like us to talk about. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, we're going to do outfits of the SAG awards. SAG awards. SAG awards. Yeah, can I? Because you know everyone on the red carpet looked. I mean, okay, Jen Ortega was really hot, but she was wearing a dress that looked like it was made out of aluminum foil. Like, everyone knows that the outfits that rich people wear on the red carpet suck ass. Like, they're just, they're never Occasionally good. Occasionally they're okay, but not usually. Sometimes yeah. they're either, either over the top or just, like, a little black dress, and it's just like, I could find that a target. Right. Not for the, like, bejeweledness and whatever fancy materials. You but you have, can just get, like, like, a glitter gun, and then just, like, shh, and then you're all good. So we could, we could have talked about that, but I'm really bad at making creative and funny insults on the fly, and I didn't feel like preparing anything beforehand. I just was lazy about it. I see. Yeah. And so we're not going to do that. We're just going to chat for a little bit. Alrighty. So how's your day been? My day's been okay. I'm kind of a bit angry right now because one of our teachers is making us retake a test because she thinks people cheated. <sighs> it's just making me annoyed. Yeah, that sucks. Shouldn't you be taking it right now, then? No. I think it's on Tuesday. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was today or not. I don't have her. Alrighty. Time for Annabelle's French word of the day. I actually didn't prepare this beforehand because I kind of forgot about it. I didn't even include it in our little outline. Um, so I'm just going to think of the first word that comes to my head. Let's do... Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Alright, let's do the word, since it's Fridays in the closet, let's do Friday. The word for Friday in French is vendredi. I don't know if I said that vendredi. right. Vendredi. That sounds kind of like fondue. Vendredi. 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 That's the word for Friday. I don't take French. I take, oh, I'm going to take Latin next year. Interesting. Yeah. My mom took Latin and she hated it. Well, I mean, it's going to help if I go into, like... Taxonomy and science and whatnot. It's just helpful to know Latin. Mm. I really wanted to learn Sanskrit because it's another dead language, but it's so pretty. But they don't offer classes for Sanskrit where I take my language class. Yeah. It's so sad because, like, it's so pretty. Ugh. I took Spanish for six years, and I don't remember any of it. I'm, I'm so tired. I almost fell asleep last spell. Do you want to hear about the work I have to do? Sure. So, I don't have my computer with me, but if I did, I would pull up my Notion and show you. I'm not one of the aesthetic girlies, okay? I just use it for the calendar function. But I forgot to take two tests over the past couple weeks, and I have another test, and this is all due on, like, Sunday. And you know my weekend is already really blocked up. I do know that because yeah. I'm trying to make plans and it didn't work. And I work. couldn't. Yeah, I have multiple tests that I forgot to do. I have an exam that opens today. It opens in 20 minutes until Monday at noon. That's a freaking exam. 
And then uh, I have to finish my geography notes. I finished my physics notes today, but I have to do my geography notes and I have like over 10 pages to get through. And in 45 minutes, I can get through two to four. It depends on how much information is on each page. And I have two study hall bells, so that's 90 minutes. So that's like six pages maximum that I get through today. And I have to have them done by Monday because I have assignments, multiple assignments, including a discussion on those notes. And I have another discussion in physics along with probably other assignments. And that's just with two of my classes. I think I'm up to date on all of my other classes though. That sounds really rough. That sounded so condescending. I'm sorry. That, that does, sounds really rough. That sounds so rough. Like, ugh. No, it actually sounds really stressful and I couldn't handle that. Yeah. I mean, I did have a breakdown Monday over oh, one of my assignments. Yeah, we didn't mention our mental health. I have ADHD. I have ADHD. You also have anxiety. I also have very not good anxiety. Yeah, I have diagnosed ADD, well, technically inattentive ADHD, and anxiety, extremely likely undiagnosed depression, and possibility of bipolar. I think she has bipolar. I think I am, too. My experience. Yeah. Oh, God, the device we're recording this on, it's been charging this whole time, and it's just going down. <laughs> Oh, Why didn't you charge it on the, like... Because I forgot that I was going to bring it. Lord. My phone is also at, like, 20%. But that's because the device we're recording this on is using my phone as a hotspot, so... You could have just asked me to put on my hotspot. I'm well, at 85%. It, just, it already connected. Lord Annabelle. We do this a lot. Yeah. But we love each other. Mwah. Mwah. But she's straight. I'm a lesbian. I got your competition on the other line. This is technically our second episode we've recorded, but the first one we didn't really plan at all, and it was just not good. That recording was 18 minutes, 38 seconds, and that took me maybe four hours to finish-ish. I'll do it. I'll torture myself okay. over it, but I'll do it. Yeah, I'll probably give up halfway anyways. And then I would just be like, Windsor, can you send it to me? And then I would do it anyway. Yeah, and it's going to be on your file anyways, so it's just a good idea. And that's the story of how I became the audio editor. It's been a lot of work, but I've been really enjoying it, and I'm very happy but also it's been like eight hours of work and yeah i uh i'm tired next time i should talk about my foot mm, yeah yeah come back next time for the story of my foot i can't wait to eat the pita bread in my bag i have to go to the bathroom me too it's the bathroom right outside the classroom we're currently in the closet as is the name of the podcast well i'm not and she's straight so <laughs> Ah, we're so funny. We're so funny. Let's find a random word in my geography notes. This isn't going to be science fact. It's just going to be a random line. Um, continental effect. I'm not going to define that. What do you think that means? It's like what the, how, how continents change. Somewhat. Do you want me to give the definition? Yeah, sure. The definition of continental effect refers to the greater range between maximum and minimum temperatures on both a daily and yearly basis that occurs in areas that are inland from the ocean or distant from other large water bodies. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting actually. And this was from week four. Wow. January 31st. I just shivered really aggressively. You know when you're Did like- Did you get like January nostalgia? No. <laughs> You know when you're like not cold, but you just like shiver and I then everyone's a symptom like, of anxiety. Oh well, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so mm, mentally ill of us.
bell rang. Alright, and that wraps up our very first episode. This has been Annabelle and Windsor on episode one of Fridays, Fridays in, in the, the Closet. Closet. Follow us on Instagram at Fridays in the Closet Podcast for episode updates. Au revoir, ma chérie. See you later, you fruits.